stats are for losers. Welcome to another episode of Statistically Speaking. Um, I'm Blinken Riley here with, uh, as always, Kyle Umlang and our special guest this week, Stephen Plessance. Um, he is, he does football, Sooners analytics. Um, he's involved with lots of stuff. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at, at stevenplied.com or at stevenply. Um, Steven, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So how'd you get into college football analytics? How'd you get into this world? Yeah. So, uh, for me, um, I, I, I've always been passionate about sports, um, going back really to 2008, first time I ever watched OU in person, it was against Chattanooga. Um, and I remember asking my mom if OU had any good players and she told me that the uh, Bradford kid was all right. Obviously, you know, I was eight. I just took her word for it. <laughs> uh, but I got to watch his career unfold. He ended up being a little bit better than all right. Um, <laughs> But that time period, specifically that game against Texas Tech that year, really sealed my love mm. for OU. Um, I, once I got to college, um, I, I worked for the OU Daily for my first two years as a sports reporter. Um, I thought that that was what I wanted to do, and I enjoyed it greatly. But um, over quarantine, I learned how to code, got into some deeper analysis, and it really kind of reframed my my entire interest in sports. So nowadays my goal is more to, uh, I'm trying to strengthen the connection, I guess, between analytical research and actually, you know, winning football games. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a senior at OU now studying journalism and economics. Uh, most of my time is spent really on, on three projects. Um, the CFB composite, which is a, it's a composite of 12 different public ratings um, and it's really just meant to provide kind of a handy resource for fans you know reference okay you know what are the models what do the models say who do they like you know um, just provide handy rankings and projections for, for all 130 teams um, then I have sooner report that's a Twitter bot which provides automated coverage um, of OU football in my opinion kind of reshaping the way we can think about sports journalism. Um, and then lastly, uh, my newest venture is RPM Data, which is a, it's actually a company that I started with Keegan Renault, who if, you, if you're not you know, active on OU Twitter, you, you may have heard of him. But uh, RPM Data, we provide high level insights to uh, currently one NFL agency and two high school football programs, so. Oh, nice. Yep. Awesome. So, 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 so you're a big Sooner fan. So, how does it feel like, like um, having like someone like Blinken also doing Sooner stuff? Like, do you like try and do stuff that's like different, or does he like insp- like does something he put out like inspire you to do something else? Like, how ha- how is it like having like another like popular Sooner guy in the stats world for your team? Yeah. Um, well, I would definitely say that I owe a lot to Blinken, both in terms of. Um, he kind of showed me that there was a market for, you know, kind of more, you know, sophisticated stats that people are actually 
are actually interested in. Um, and then beyond that, I think he's kind of gone gone a long way in, in familiarizing Oklahoma's fan base with, you know, those advanced stats and, and actually kind of teaching them how to think about football a little bit differently, which that's a, that's a big task for anyone trying to get into analytics right now. Yeah. Um, you know, football's – the audience – the football audience and the analytics audience, not a ton of crossover there. But Blinken has done some incredible work um, getting OU, OU fan base in general more interested. Um, beyond that, I would say that there's not a ton of crossover between what we do. I, Blinken, um, you know, is more kind of um, – I guess I would say – Basically, like Blinken, if I were OU, like I would have hired Blinken a long time ago. Like he he makes OU look really really good on Twitter, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, me, my I'm more interested, in, I guess, in like you know the strategy of football, things like that. You know. Yeah. Well, I'd say I am uh, very flattered. Uh, thank you for for all that. Um, but I I would agree. I mean, what you know what I do on on Twitter is really um, more interesting things you'd find in, you know, game notes or um, things that, you know, I I think are, you know, would be helpful for, um, you know, recruiting purposes. There it's, it's just, Twitter's just such a cool medium for stats, specifically like those little interesting tidbits. Um, And, that's you know I know that's that's my niche niche um, you know I I dabble here and there with um, you know real true analytics uh, I would not call myself a expert at all um, you know just a hobbyist but you know I, I stick to I stick to what I do um, on Twitter and and as Stephen was saying that's probably you know that's where we kind of differ um, is you know really just almost like what what's the end product what's the goal here mm. um uh, you know in what we're doing uh tell me more about um the twitter bot um and sooner you know what what that's yeah sooner report i mean i made a twitter bot but it just throws flags on people for tweeting horns down um yeah I, what? I, was just the, I was just looking at the sooner the sooner report. I was like, "Dang, this is a bot." <laughs> yeah, yours seems much much more useful. Uh, yeah, so I kind of like what you said. That's kind of my my intention with with the bot is that there are a lot of Twitter bots out there already, and a lot of them are kind of just a one trick pony. You know, one function and it does that, and that's kind of its job. Um, you know, I saw I guess a different possibility there where. You could put a lot of functions into one bot and, um, you know, essentially create uh, an account that that provides really, really useful information on a, on a number of different categories. Um, and so, my first pass at that was with OU football because, like I said, you know, the market for really OU fans in general on Twitter is already really great. But, but thanks to you know Blinken's work, um, you know, more and more interest in, um, you know analytical insights uh i think it's it's growing for ou fans so i kind of wanted to capitalize on that um right now the the bot only actually has like two functions um it tweets anytime ou receives a new crystal ball or rivals forecast 
Um, and then it also tweets uh, like a, a little graph of the uh, last 30 days of 24-7 of, uh, composite rankings. Uh, it tweets that once a week. Um, I want to get I want to get more. I have several functions really that I've been working on. I need to uh, implement those, but my goal is that um, throughout this season it can it can essentially solidify itself as um, a provider for for OU news, just like just like really any other um, publication. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I like now I'm like my mind's just going crazy, and I'm like, man, he could just he could do this to where like. He like beats the Oklahoma football uh, Twitter account and like posting like what kind of uh, touchdown was just made during the game. Like if he can, I don't know how you do that or mm. what API you would use uh, to to do that. But um, yeah, that right. Yeah, I mean the so, possibilities are are really really exciting. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, this this is nice work. And uh, w- w- these graphs, uh, the thirty day recruiting report is this uh, R or Python? That's what all R. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So I do all my coding in R. Um, I would like to learn Python down the road, but I'm not there quite yet. Yeah. I I first learned R and then Python, so I know more of R. Uh, but Python is, as Blinkit would say, it's a little it's a little sleeker, a little faster, a little little uh, more heavy duty. Mm-hmm. I use I use Python because I can do other stuff with it, like send myself stupid reminder emails when you know at work when i need reminded to Mm. do something you know (laughs) Mm. i can it has has other functionality outside of the data world um is is why i initially got into it so well maybe uh we should make a bot in r make one in python make them fight or something like that like that can determine (laughs) the winner yeah, <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. That sounds good. Awesome. Wait, so so like so, so I guess the bot is off running itself. Like, do you like monitor it or check it or do you have like a like a log report that with with the errors or or weird stuff um, or how's that? Yeah, so it does log um, log all its activity. Um, so basically, the one it's one thing kind of annoying is like I have it right now running on an old like 2007, 2008 iMac mm-hmm. um, that wasn't really getting used. And and so, you know, someone asked me if I had any, any use for it, and I was like, well, um, actually, yeah. Um, but weirdly, sometimes the computer will disconnect from the Internet. So every day I have to check, make sure it's actually connected to the Internet. Oh, <laughs> but, That's uh, a 2007 <laughs> Mac problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I, I do check the logs, um, you know, when I first got it up and running, it, there were a lot more errors um, than I expected, and you know I felt like for a little bit there, I felt like it was going to be just an endless chain of fixing things and creating new problems for myself. But um, happy to report, I haven't I haven't noticed any any issue with the bot in probably over a month, over two months now. So nice, very cool, very cool. Well, uh, do you guys want to get into some uh, some picks here? Oh, yeah, I could be I could be interested in that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get let's get to making some picks. Let's, let's see. First up, let's go into Notre Dame at Wisconsin. 
Well, so the at Wisconsin is what I think is going to seal this. I mean, Notre Dame, they have not looked fantastic. They, I mean, they're 3-0. They're in the, I don't know what they're ranked in the AP now. Top 10 probably still. Um, they're 12. Okay. Top 12 is what I meant to say. <laughs> um, you know, like they they struggled um, with, who was it? Toledo or something like that? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I'm just not impressed with them. Uh, Wisconsin's okay. I think Notre Dame is okay too. And I think um, being at Wisconsin, we'll just give them the edge. I'm not. I'm not too, too worried if I was a Wisconsin Badger about Big Bad Notre Dame. Uh, so I'll go ahead if, if that's cool. Um, yep. So for me, what makes this game really interesting is that um, Notre Dame's quarterback Jack Cohn. Um, he played at at Wisconsin previously, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always a big, always a big kind of question mark of you know how much of a difference does that make? You know, is Notre Dame going to come into this game knowing the, all the ins and outs of Wisconsin's offense, or, or you know, or is it really kind of overblown by the media? I can't say for sure, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. As for my pick, um, well, I do, I do follow the model um, almost entirely. You know, I'm a big believer that. Humans are, are dumb and, and stupid and <laughs> never never did anything right other than make computers. So um, um, the model, uh, so the spread I think for this game is like five and a half, some five. Yeah. And uh, the model actually says it's pretty much a toss up. Um, I'm still gonna pick Wisconsin. The model does still like Wisconsin, but if you were uh, you know betting money lines on this one, Notre Dame has has more value. Um, also something to note. Um, my model looks at pace of play for each team by it, it measures their average length of drives um, and so I use that in my game projections to, to try and calculate how many possessions will, will actually occur in each game yeah um, and it is a it is actually a big a big range you know each week um, it ranges from about 10 to 20 possessions per team so you know obviously that's that's Come twice on. as many as many chances to score so Right. Um, I think that's something you have to take into account. This game is one of the lower, uh, lower possession projections uh, for this week. So don't be surprised if you tune in and see some old-fashioned Big Ten football. Oh man! So 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 you're saying it's going to be ten to seven at halftime? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I I'm going to go Wisconsin as well. Um, SP Plus has them as a seven-point favorite. Um, and Notre Dame kind of back to what you were saying, Kyle, Notre Dame has, uh, they, they've had three wins and they've struggled against three bad teams. So, um, I think, I think that this is, uh, Wisconsin's game, uh, home field advantage. I think they're, like you said, they're both okay teams. Um, but I'm going to go with the Wisconsin Badgers in this one. Okay. Um, next, next we have Texas A&M at Arkansas. I think this is a really interesting game. Um, I think for me, I think I'm going to go with Arkansas. Um, 
they are not favored in the game. Um, but if you go back and look, um, Arkansas's offense have played really well this year. Um, they are tops in the country or at near the top of, in the country in um, SP plus um, things like EPA per play. Um, Texas A&M's offense, on the other hand, has not looked good. Um, they've struggled, and I think that this is – I think Arkansas is real, an actually good team. Um, I don't think they have, you know, some might say, you know, squeaked by or, you know, is Arkansas for real? I think they've played really well on both sides of the ball, to be honest. Um and so I'm going to take Arkansas over Texas A&M. Man, everyone knows um, I'm with you on this one. That I've been waiting for this game. Arkansas just just embarrassed Texas, embarrassed them. And I I mean Texas is alongside with A&M right now on just everything. I mean A&M is a little better of a defense, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think I think they have they've got such strong running backs and a great uh, dual threat quarterback, I think they're going to tear them up and it's going to be a, a Hogtown beatdown and their first win since they were in the SEC with AM. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the the point differential will be greater than it was against Texas, I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. It's And then AM's going to snowball or just um, everything, everything bad is going to snowball from there. Um, the rest of the season is going to be horrible. I, <laughs> if you've been on Twitter, they've been, they they still think they're competing with Alabama for the SEC title. So it's you it's, sound indignant, Kyle. <laughs> it's going to be Bama, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Those will be the top three SEC West teams this year. A and M fourth or fifth. It's not their year. And Jimbo right. just got a giant big fat raise. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, I'm curious, are we making picks or fan fiction here? Because that was... Picks. Picks. <laughs> this is a pick. I am passionate about this this game. Uh, I'm not going to be wrong. <laughs> okay, well, um, you know, this, this is a hard one for me. I think I see two teams that I'm not really sure what to make of them. Um, on one hand, you have Arkansas, who... Who looked really good in that Texas game? It, it was kind of a weird game, though. Um, Texas had some some unlucky turnovers near their own goal line. Um, the Arkansas capitalized on, and you always got to be wary of games like that. On the other side, um, A&M. I was looking at that Colorado game. A&M did not register a first down until there was about a minute left in the second quarter of that game, um, and that was against a Colorado team who lost thirty to zero to Minnesota last week. So. Yeah. Um, my gut is telling me Arkansas. I'm a, I'm an Arkansas fan, kind of. My dad went there. Yeah. Um, but the model likes A&M, and I'm gonna have to go against you guys here. You know, get some get some variation. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick A&M. Mm, I don't know about All that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last last kind of big big you know, bigger game we're going to go into is UCLA at Stanford. What do y'all think about this game? Um, 
before before last week, I would have been not even thinking pick UCLA. It's gonna be them. Um, but I mean, I mean Fresno State gave them gave them a game, gave them a a loss. Called them Los Angeles. Um, it's pretty awesome. But I I mean I think it was just a close a close game. I think that that'll inspire them to play a lot better next week. Um, and then you got um, Stanford, who hasn't looked great. Um, K State just blew them up. Um, I mean, they beat USC, but I'm not sure how good USC is. So, like, if 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 you see if USC is not the good, like, what is what is it left with? What are they left with? So, I'm gonna say UCLA on this one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, this game also registered as one of the sl- uh, slowest games of the week. So, could be another slugfest. Um, yeah. The Pac-12 is is in a really bad place right now, and I think probably the best case for them is one of these teams blows out the other one and can appear at least for a few weeks as a potential contender. But I'm not sold on either of these teams, to be honest. I was, I'm not I'm not um, taking as much stock from Stanford for that Kansas State game as as some people because I'm I'm a little bit high on on Kansas State and and their coach. It's unfortunate that they lost their quarterback, but yeah. Um, overall, I see it as pretty much a toss-up. I'll defer it to the model, and the model likes UCLA. Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna go with UCLA as well. I I think I still think UCLA is a good team. Um, I I know they dropped one to Fresno, but you know I I still think UCLA is a good team, and I still think Stanford is a bad team. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not look good. I don't know what it, it's a, a long. They, Stanford is a long way from kind of the David Shaw teams. Well, I don't know what's going on there, but um, Stanford has not looked good. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with UCLA as well. Nice. All right, let's run through the rest of these. K State, Oklahoma State. Who you guys got? Um, I think it'll be a good Big 12 game. Even though Kansas State doesn't have their, their star uh, quarterback, I still am going to give them the edge. I just think they're playing better than Oklahoma State. I mean, even though Oklahoma State uh, did well against Boise, I, I just – Kansas State. Uh, well, following the trends here for the Cowboys, uh, they're going to look really bad for three quarters and then somehow <laughs> pull out a win. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kansas State um, is gonna take this one. I, Oklahoma State, I don't think is is. I think they got away with one at Boise State. Uh, I think the the expected win or the win expectancy on that game for uh, Oklahoma State was something stupid like twenty percent. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Kansas State on this one. Okay. Uh, USC Oregon State. Well, USC doesn't look that good, but I don't think Oregon State's ever good. So, I just and it's it's at USC. So, let's do the Trojans for me. Yeah, that's a good point, Kyle. I mean, I'm I'm 21 years old. I cannot recall Oregon State ever being good in my <laughs> in my lifetime. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. I'm going USC. Oh yeah. I'm going to take USC as well. I don't think Oregon State's very good. We're gonna we're gonna go USC. 
Uh, West Virginia at Oklahoma. Ooh. This is going to be a big time win for West Virginia. <laughs> Sorry, boys. It's happening this week. You got too lucky. It's happening. <laughs> All right. Kyle, <laughs> going out on a limb here. West Virginia Mountaineers taking down the Oklahoma Sooners in Gaylord Memorial Stadium. At at Sooner time, too. <laughs> uh, well, I have to say, um, after all the clamoring that, that Sooner Nation's been doing, the home crowd better be riled up and ready to go for this, for this night game because I know we're not getting another one for the rest of the year. So... Uh, I'm going Oklahoma. Yeah, I'll take Oklahoma as well. Um, next on the list, Iowa State, Baylor. This one is going to be a great Big 12 game. I think it's just going to be like shenanigans, high scoring, lots of penalties, uh, crazy plays, a lot of turnovers. I, I, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to um, – it's kind of a toss-up, so I don't really know for sure, but it's at Baylor, so Bears, let's do it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to be a total chess match between these two coaches, you know, two two really, really great coaches. Um, and I think, it, like you said, it's going to be a great game. Uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State. They're kind of the reigning number two team in the Big 12 right now, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, they're also the reigning regular season uh, Big 12 champion. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember that? Bunch of goobers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Iowa State as well. Um, I think they just you know, have a little too much for, for Baylor. Um, let's go with Texas Tech at Texas. Hey, I was just there. DKR is pretty cool. I think that gives Texas just a slight advantage. I think it'll be closer than people want it to be, but I think Texas will pull it out at the end. Yeah, I think people are, are a little bit too down on Texas for that Arkansas game. They probably shouldn't have won that game, but it, I think it should have been closer than it, than it ended up being. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Longhorns. Woo. Say it, Blinken. Say it. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I'm going to take Texas Tech. <laughs> oh, man. And you laugh, but I'm going to actually make a small argument in Texas Tech's favor. Sure. So just, you know, this is a real rudimentary kind of, you know, cursory look at some kind of more advanced statistics. But if you take um, – overall offensive EPA per play and overall defensive EPA per play. And you, you know, turn that into a Z score and combine them. Right. And so you have a list of every team in college football with both what they've done offensively and what they've done defensively. Texas tech right now, number four in the country. Give me Texas tech over Texas. Okay. 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 You and your Z score. We'll see. <laughs> okay, Rutgers at Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we're gonna go like uh it'll be like week 12 and it'll be like 10 straight opposite texas picks from lincoln (laughs) (laughs) he'll have some z score and y score and and pythagorean (laughs) stuff (laughs) i mean you're you're laughing now i know let's let's talk uh sunday (laughs) okay rutgers at michigan um, uh, I mean, Michigan's playing well. Haven't played anyone, but they're playing well. And Rutgers is Rutgers, so let's Michigan it up. I'm going to go ahead and put out a bold prediction. Ooh. Michigan will win the Big Ten this year. Oh, no. I, actually, actually I just... if they're going to do it, if they're going to beat Ohio State, it's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Ohio State looks, looks off. Michigan hasn't missed a step yet. I've been waiting on this Harbaugh team, you know, a good Harbaugh team. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously picking Michigan to win this game as well. Yeah, I'll take Michigan as well. Um, all right, last one. The mighty UTSA Roadrunners versus the Memphis Tigers. You know, both have played a G5 a P5 and an FCS and they've won them all each one um, if you want to go by who, the point differential UTSA looks better if you want to go by um, the cooler colors and logo Memphis has that one one so um, I, it, this one's a toss up I, I think it'll be a good game um, I think Memphis though yeah <clears throat> I was I was pretty impressed by Memphis last week um, beating uh, Mississippi State, it's a good win for them for definitely. Um, they looked a little bit shaky against Arkansas State, but I'm going with Memphis. Give me the Roadrunners. Oh yeah, UT okay. San Antonio. Man, blanket. I don't know. I might. We, we might be two and two after this week. Oh no, I'm taking my, back my, my picks are pretty solid. Yeah, well, did you hear about Z scores? <laughs> yeah, Z scores, Z scores, and tortillas, baby. When Texas Tech makes the playoff, I think uh, you owe that <laughs> apology. <laughs> All right, we want to close things out with uh, an Aggie fact. Sure. Okay, <clears throat> this is a two-parter, so strap in. Fantastic! Okay. Fantastic. Um. So, we all know Texas A&M. They haven't won a national championship, at least claimed a national championship, going all the way back to 1939, I believe. Yep. Um, they haven't won a conference championship since 1998, and they actually haven't even won an outright division title or appeared in a conference championship game since 1998 either. So, Texas A&M is only one of eight Power Five programs that has not won a national conference or division title or even appeared in a conference championship game since at least 1998. You guys can try and guess some of the other teams if you would like. Uh, man, I would say it's always my guess, but then they appeared in the game mm-hmm. last year, so mm-hmm. they're gone. I don't, uh, did you say P5? Yeah. Rutgers. Um, Vanderbilt. 
Kansas. Uh, Oregon State. Just talked about them. Those are my guesses. I can't really think of anyone else. So, oh, and, uh, and uh, uh, let's throw in Wake Forest. I don't know. Okay. Those are good guesses. Um, surprisingly, it's a, it's a hard list to guess. Um, the list is NC State, Indiana, Minnesota, Texas Tech, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, and Texas A&M. Woo. That's a good, that's a good set of teams right there. Yeah, great. Yeah, great company for, for the Aggies. <laughs> Part two, uh, with a stadium capacity of 102,733 and an average height, assuming an equal share of men and women, of 170 inches, you could completely empty Kyle Field and lay every Aggie head to toe, and they still would not be able to get to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, please put that on the, on the web on Thursday. Please put that on there. I, I, like, I like that one. That is good. That is good. Nice. Um, so, oh, by the way, the, the distance they would cover is 275 miles. Well short of the 850 you would need to get to Atlanta. Yeah, that will come up short. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, mine's short and sweet. Um, over the last four seasons, Oklahoma's outgained, offense has outgained Texas A&M by four and a half miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice. Man, y'all are doing all these distances this week um so i i like to throw in stuff about them uh with whoever texas is playing or someone they're playing i try to just spice it up um just make it harder every week for myself because like it, it, it's like taking candy from a baby you could just open any page and find some, a stat to embarrass them with but so i always try to find something with like with our opponent so this week we're doing tech so um football is is much better than than tech, I guess. So I didn't really stick with football. So we're gonna do a baseball Aggie fact. Um, so Texas, all right, has, all right. Texas has more College World Series wins since 2009 than Texas Tech has all time. Texas Tech has more College World Series wins since 2009 than Texas A&M has all time. <laughs> pretty good that was pretty good i like that one yeah i like that one i i imagine it's just really hard for you these days yeah it's hard it's hard to like i try not to do the same ones over and over again so um anytime i can like different opponents really make it fun because you're like oh let me see what they have in common with rice or (laughs) it's just awesome can never go wrong comparing them to rice really and and if i can ever make uh blinken like chortle on the podcast then i know it's a good one <laughs> that's a good that's a good gauge <laughs> <laughs> all right all right thanks uh i'm gonna wrap things up be sure and go follow steven plaisance at steven plied at uh on Twitter, uh, follow his other stuff, Sooner Report, RPM Data. Um, Steven, thanks for joining us. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. 
All right. Well, until next time, fellas. Until yeah. then. We'll see okay. you. Have a good one. Stats are for losers.